Come on now. All I was doing was brushing my hair. I didn't mean to submit or subject you to ad space. I'll be right back, guys.
won't see you tomorrow. <laughs> you can see how much I'm in the loop. Well, we haven't had a chance to talk Nicole, today at all. No, we really haven't. Nope. Nicole and Susan, Tammy and Angela, another Angela. How many Angelas do we have in this group? We have two. Okay, so we got Angela Cleveland and Angela Turley. Right. And those are both. Which way should that hat go tonight? Oh, this way. Uh, Heather Bettis and Kim Legion. I thought you were going to wear your hat, so. I don't know where my hat got put. Got put. Got put. <laughs> Be coffee and Norma. Get put. Of course, Brandon is here. Cheryl Vandenberg. Woohoo! Yeah, there you go. Let's see. Deanna wants to know how Callie is doing and Boog. They're all... Well, there's Boog right there. Hey, Boog. Well, the oh. worst thing that's going on at the Covenstead right now with the animals is flea. We cannot get the fleas to abate. Henry. Nope. I had an idea about that. I've got some A bunch research. of people here said try Dawn dishwalking. Dish <laughs> Come on, dishes! Let's go walking! Let's go walking! Let's go walking with the dishes. Stinking safety meeting. Now, Callie's doing good. Really, really good for the most part. Today, she had a little spat of belligerent, but for the most part, she's been really well behaved, hasn't she? She's been a really good girl. I don't know where she is right now, but she's a really good Being girl. Being belligerent somewhere. Um, and Boog is sitting right there. Yeah, he's over there. He's actually standing up to her now, like, uh, he'll, like, get his little stub tail up, and it's, you know, shooting out in all directions. It's kind of funny, actually, isn't it? And he, yeah, he really doesn't, uh, well, he slept with me the other night. It made my night. He hasn't done that since the attack, has he? Yes, he has. He hasn't done that since Kelly. Oh, since Kelly. Yeah. Well, he's taking control of his environs. He is. And let's see, it looks like we said hello to everybody. Yep, and you see down there that Willow said she has a safety yep. meeting. Stinking, stinking safety meeting. A stinking safety meeting. Well, you know, Willow, she is here until Thursday. She, as in Sonia Bisonette. Sonia, yes, Sonia Bisonette is here with us. She arrived yesterday, and... Um, We've already had a campfire and pizza, and we've had <laughs> Japanese breakfast, and we've had uh, spaghetti tonight, and we've had... It's all about the food. It huh? is. Everything revolves around the nummies. But, um, yes, we have used diatomaceous earth in the past, um, and we've used it on our carpets yeah. and yard. I'm going to um, do another sprinkling of it again. Here the soon. other thing that our vet told us before was that don't waste your time on... I don't want to say time. Don't waste your money on diatomaceous earth. 
-hmm. because borax will do the same thing. And borax is much cheaper. It's essentially diatomaceous diatomaceous earth. Um, So the borax that, you know, Grandma used to make um, lavender lavender, uh, laundry soap out of. Mm -hmm. You know, what's funny is I grew up with Tide. I think that was the predominant laundry soap. So when you and I first started talking about making slime one day for the kids at a birthday party, you mm-hmm. said we need a bunch of borax. I'm like, where do I find borax? Find it in the laundry soap aisle, find usually on the, the top shelf. Find it in the laundry aisle. Top shelf or bottom shelf. It's not one of those things that a lot of people buy. Um, but it does work. We just have to we just have to do it. And really, we need to find something to, to give the dogs for flea abatement because um, but I know that there's not a lot of things that are working anymore. A but lot of that is a lot of those things that the vets were cramming down our throats for our pets for so many years. Now we've got a, a immune, immune fleas, fleas right. to that stuff. Well, that's why I know um, Dee is not the first one to tell me about Dawn dishwashing liquid. Uh, Christine did, mm-hmm. um, as did Cat from our seven-ish group here. I'm still going to look into the safety of it, but I know that they use Dawn to do oil. Yeah, all the oil cleanup from the birds. (laughs) When Exxon, the Exxon Valdez days. Well. And I also know that there's foods that we can, instead of doing the canned food diet like we've been doing for the cats, we could be making their food and adding things to it to help reduce the flea infestation. Yes, we could. And we have done that. We've done that before. It just takes a long time. And it's usually in not-so-meager times. Yes, this is true, too. Usually when we're not-so-meager. Yep, eucalyptus oil in the air repels most parasites, including fleas and ticks. But isn't it also uh, unhealthy for the dog? If the oil is directly applied to the animal... If the oil is applied directly to the animal, it can cause distress. But if it's vaporized and in the air, it doesn't tend to have that issue. And it, it doesn't kill the fleas and the ticks and the other parasitic type animals. It just makes an uncomfortable environment for them and me. Understand. Okay. Well, we got to try I something. Wouldn't put, I wouldn't put the oils directly on the animals. Do you know that, uh, I'm mean, kind of changing topic here a little mm-hmm. bit. Mist had a dream last night mm-hmm. that she was a middle-aged man. How'd she relate? <laughs> I don't know. I asked her, I said, I asked her about that. I'm like, you know, your dad's a middle-aged man. No, he's not. He's an old guy. Time to dye my beard. <laughs> I love how you're just sitting here braiding your hair. I'm always fiddling with it. So we've got a subject for tonight. Yeah, we for do. For tonight's live feed. Did I put it in? Oh, I got to tell everybody, though. Uh, you guys, we probably won't see uh, Janice Rise Up Lights on here for a couple days, unless she's here now, and just uh, fooled me completely. But she texted me yesterday. She's very disappointed because her surgery got waylaid yet again. Uh, she was, like, literally on her way out the door when the phone rang. And she's devastated. It's um, no wonder we have a hard time keeping track of the date of her surgery. I know. We keep changing the damn thing on her. So, well, she's devastated. So if yeah. you've reached out to her and she hasn't responded, um, don't be offended. She's just taking some time to try to sort it out herself. And, um, you know, each time this cycles through, she's like gets herself all psyched up for it. Mm-hmm. And then crash. So. Yeah. 
Um, let's hold her in our thoughts. And I also wanted to point out that um, one of our sister witches here, um, who I don't, I, I don't know if she would want me to say her name, so I won't. But her ex-husband committed suicide on Thursday. Mm -hmm. So we are holding um, the sister in our hearts and her family in our hearts and sending them as much love as we can. I know it's an ex-husband and that puts, uh, you know, weird uh, space there. But she, it, this is the father of her two children. So mm -hmm. she's, um, she's distressed, to say the least. Um, and Kay. She was apparently on earlier today. Oh, good. Okay. Norma said she was, uh, I mentioned that she was on. Good. Okay, good. Um, and Cheryl says, what is middle age now? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't know myself. Um, and, and Kay Sparkles, I'm having a difficult time figuring out what's going on with her, but I think she had some kind of surgery recently. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I really, I really need to reach out to her and make sure she's good and things are fine. And yeah, I've reached out to her a couple of times and she hasn't responded, but yeah. I also know that she's been in and out of hospital. Yeah, she so. really has. And then today I posted a poll before we started. Uh, do you feel positive most of the time? 69% of you say yes. And 31 so far have said no. That they do not feel positive most of the time. Oh, 31 percent. Yeah. Now you see how that sounds like that's a high number. But it's like number. three people. It's five. Okay. <laughs> but still, that's five too many. It is five too many. Did you put the option of sometimes? Well, that's why I figured. Do you feel positive most of the time? Oh, true. I guess I guess it is how you read it. Yeah. And that goes along with context. That goes along with today's subject. Um, you are what you feel. It's kind of a funny sound, isn't it? You are what you feel. <laughs> but it makes sense, though. Um, it, and it goes right along with what we've been talking about, about the law of attraction. The law of attraction fits right in there because, you know, basically what you put out. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. Basically what you put out is what you get back. Yes. So this falls right in line. Now that's a magical way of thinking about it. Mm -hmm. But Grimm's going to take it on a physical, physiological level and talk about Why don't you, what you doing? Getting an update date on uh, Sparkles. Okay. From who? Uh, let's see. Sonia says, hello, my lovelies. Virginia says, hi there, lovelies. Where is it at? I'm holding space for Janice from Cheryl. Uh, Holly said, yes, she had brain surgery, uh, shunt in the brain to release intracranial pressure and fluid. Okay. And on a side note, you're cute in braids. Thank you. Oh, that wasn't me. Oh. That was Virginia. <laughs> oh, thank you. Shoot, and you could have taken that one as a point and just apologized to her later. No, because I already gave you. You don't need it. Hat-wise, I know he didn't want me to wear a hat today, but I was feeling hat. You were looking particularly sexy tonight, but the hat enhances it. Well, you know, I I feel more uh, alive. I know some days I sit around like this, but but I actually feel more. Um, 
positive. Uh, well, I do feel more positive, but I feel better about my body and my looks mm -hmm. and my even my clothing and my hair, which is driving me nuts, by the way. But I'm feeling really good about things. Mm -hmm. And it's unusual for me because I've spent so many of my years um, not being happy with the outside outcome. Um, but a lot of that has to do with the inside, right, Grim? Mm -hmm. It does. I'm sorry, I was reading sub, uh, reading here, but yes, it does has a lot to do with Take inside. your glasses off so you don't have to read it. <laughs> I was still catching up on Key oh. Sparkles. Oh, I thought we were done with you. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, it was mentioned in the, one of the smaller groups. Yeah. We only belong to one of those smaller groups, by the way. Yeah, brain aneurysms, too. Ugh. Hmm? Oh, Virginia said, brain surgery is no joke. My Randy had an aneurysm in 2008. It's scary to go there. Yeah. So I am going to... Where did it go? Which one am I looking for? Number two. That one there. No, that was the other one. Did you find it? You are what you feel. There you go. And you're right, it does. You were mentioning that you're feeling better lately about your overall package, your exterior look. Mm -hmm. yeah, I've spent a lot of years feeling unhappy with this mm -hmm. outside package. Mm -hmm. So, I don't even know what spurred me to write this, other than we were watching something on TV that touched on the subject a little bit. Well, we've been doing a lot of talking and, about quantum physics. Yes, we've been doing a lot of talk about quantum physics, of all things. But we've also been talking about rewiring our brains in a way to allow us a different perspective when it, in regards to our black boxes, our shadows, and our, our emotional triggers, our immediate responses to an, an, an emotional stimuli that are not necessarily positive. And... You know, every time we say we need to uh, look at the boxes and sort through them and throw the crap away and deal with it, incorporate those traumas into your life in a more positive, mm -hmm. lesson learned manner rather than a trauma that's holding you back. And every time we say that, I ask myself, well, how do you actually do that? What is actually the process of, you? okay, you open up these boxes and you look inside and I was molested at six. And that molestation has caused a chain reaction of emotional events up to this point in time in my life today that I'm a complete sexual wreck. Just opening up the box, sifting through it, identifying the, the trauma and how it's affected you sounds easy enough. But it's really hard because... Sounds I'm, really hard. Well, no, it sounds easy. <laughs> Open up the box, look inside, go, oh, well, that's what it's happened. It's a metaphorical box. Yes, it is. And it comes in phases. So Players. when I sat down last night to start writing this, um, it was actually going to be for the Root and Read class, but I wanted it to be more shared to the general world. Yeah, you, you did mention that. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and read it. Some of you probably already have read it because it got posted a little bit earlier today before Gussie had a chance to check my spelling. So it was not gussied up. <laughs> but I think I did okay. I reread this thing about 40 times. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. You are what you feel. We have all heard you are what you eat or you attract what you feel. But have you ever been told that you are what you feel? Not on a metaphoric level, but on a true physical level. Now, before I explain, 
I must first say that if you're going to walk a pagan path, there's more to it than knowing the moon phases and the holidays and, you know, the different spells and, and whatnot to being a true pagan, to truly walking your path. What you need is knowledge. All knowledge is needed, and only with it can you really fine-tune your spiritual vibration. So when you're looking at your life, and I'm deviating from my writing right now, I'm summarizing the first paragraph, when you're looking at your spiritual path, you have to be willing to also incorporate all forms of different knowledges into your, into your, into your being. You have to be willing to look and research at everything from science to mythology to politics and what's going on in the past and the present, how it's going to affect the future, because all of that plays a role in your spiritual vibration. So this bit of knowledge that I'm going to try and put across is really integral, I think, in developing your spiritual path. So here we go. Before you can understand what I mean by you are what you feel, feel, I have to talk to you about our body, a miraculous work of the goddess of electrochemical engineering that is our body. No action in our system happens without either electrical impulse, chemical impulse, or a combination of the two. Every aspect of our physical being is made up of trillions of cells, little micro-universes of energy and chemicals that is coded to a task. Some are tasked with building our brain and others create our skin. Every cell serves a specific function. Assuming all is well when we were born, our cells are pure, strong and uncorrupted. Each cell has a function and a lifespan. But before the cell dies, it clones itself. A duplicated cell emerges from source programmed to do the same job. Genetic memory passed from one cell to the next every second of the day and night. On the skin of each cell are receptors. They serve as landing pads for chemical energy packets that bond to the cells. You know what? I'm not going to read this. I'm just going to sum it up like this. You can read this on your own. It's a little bit long. Okay. I'm, I'm going to sum it up like this. But I loved what you said. Earlier today, when you were talking to Sonia and I, can you mm -hmm. explain about... The... That's what I'm going to do. Okay, good, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do it the way I was able to explain it verbally versus trying to put it on paper. Every cell in your body has got a receptor, and every action that is within your body is created through an electrical chemical reaction. Your every thought, every motion, every movement, every bodily function that you possess is because of an electrical or chemical reaction within a cell. Okay, stop right there. Mm -hmm. Let everybody visualize that for a minute because okay. it takes me a minute. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. Everybody got it? Now, when Go. your brain is, when you're thinking and when you're feeling and when you're going through emotion, your body is flooded with different chemicals and hormones that are attributed to the particular emotion that you're feeling. Like dopamine or... Serotonin. Yes, The right. list can go on. Um, even ammonia is in that list. <laughs> kind wow. of strange. Your body produces ammonia when you're happy. Okay. Figure that one out. Makes you pee more? I don't know. Anyways. I'm sure you'll know next week. You'll, I'll figure you'll it let out. us know Yes, why. I'll let you know. So within these cells of every one of us, that that every one of us is made of, there's these little tiny receptors, these little 
docking ports built into the membrane of the cell that are designed to absorb any particular chemical or hormone that your body produces. Every cell has the ability to absorb everything that your glands produce. Mm -hmm. And in absorbing those through the receptors, your cell is told how it's supposed to respond to this moment. Take it to the level of an adrenaline junkie. I used to be one. <laughs> I actually have to say that it's possible to turn your body into an adrenaline-fueled burning machine. Because every time you do something of risk, you climb a mountain, you jump out of a plane, bungee cord, whatever it is, you flood your system with adrenaline, the cells, receptors absorb the adrenaline, and then suddenly you're more at ease, you're breathing easier, your muscles are more relaxed, you're more in tune to the environment. You can now make a choice to fight or flight. And every cell in your body has been coded to it's that tuned. acceptance. It's tuned to that moment mm -hmm. right now. Now take that to a less extreme. Let's take it away from the adrenaline junkie and let's take it to depression. Every negative thought that we have, every ill emotion, every well, hold on. internalized... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. So, what you're... Let's let people digest what you're saying. Because, essentially, what you're telling us is mm -hmm. that um, if we were looking at an adrenaline junkie, somebody that loves to go mountain climb, free climbing, and, mm -hmm. you know, parkour, and motorcycle mm -hmm. you know think okay so those people that are really into the adrenaline rush mm -hmm. um over time those cells get filled with the chemicals that cause the adrenaline rush they're the that produce not the adrenaline but the physical and emotional response response to, to the adrenaline to the adrenaline right so your body basically gets used to having that Yes. Coming in. So over time, what ends up happening is as your cells duplicate, this next generation of cells is told, hey, this body uses a lot of adrenaline. So, so make a have, lot of cells. So it will have a lot of receptors for adrenaline, and it will shed receptors for ever other chemicals that you're not producing as often. Okay, now take us to depression. So you take this to depression. Every time we internalize a thought of negativity, every time we feel the depressed feelings, our body still produces chemicals and hormones that flood our system. Mm -hmm. You have a negative thought, chemical, and electrical response into our cells. The receptors suck in the chemicals, and they all respond to the moment of that depressive thought. And they all respond accordingly. And over time... And over time... They're so used to accumulating this, these chemicals associated with depression that the next generation of cells that spawns is going to have more receptors on it to absorb those emotional chemicals, those hormones and whatnot that are attributed to depression. So now these, t these cells throughout our body are finely tuned to the absorption and creation of those very chemicals that we keep telling ourselves we have to have. It's no different than a heroin junkie in that regard. It becomes a physical addiction that your cells have to that very chemical that causes depression or is created through depression. This makes me think of even something as simple as uh, coffee. Yes. People that drink a lot of coffee 
become immune to the caffeine response that the, the body... The physiological. Right, the physiological caffeine response. Mm -hmm. They, you know, his heart doesn't race anymore. He doesn't get all sweaty because he's drinking too much caffeine. Um, but he does drink a lot of coffee. And so you're basically saying your body is the cells that you've created in your, however, umpteenth generation mm -hmm. of cells. Yes. They're expecting <coughs> whatever there's... there's whatever... There's a Poof. couple of things that happen when you drink coffee. Mm -hmm. Like I know in the morning, I love that first cup of coffee. So there's some kind of a happy response. Mm -hmm. So I get like dopamine. And where were you yesterday when there wasn't a fresh cup of coffee sitting in the table when you came out? Oh, in yeah. In the morning. It, it, yeah, it kind it, of bumps it me. It threw you, didn't it? it well, it didn't throw me. Not but throw it you, of, but it does. It sets my day off well right. when there's a Because you're expecting that rush of whatever yeah. chemical yeah. cocktail you create when you get your first cup of coffee. It in makes the sense. And that's why also, though, the small things that make us happy. Mm -hmm. um, I know there was a chat going around on one of those groups that we don't belong to. <laughs> that's another story for another day or a question for another person. But um, I know that I've heard that there's been a chat going around about doing something nice for yourself, like taking time for self-care. Mm -hmm. And that is really important. Um, you know, super, super important. It's it something is. I have to remind myself of frequently. But, like, taking those moments for yourself, even if it is that morning cup of coffee, mm -hmm. and recognizing... Um, recognizing that that morning cup means so much to you. Like just, yeah, it's good it's that I'm doing this for myself. It can be, so I love this little mug that, uh, this was from QP. And when I do use it, which is not all the time, but when I do use it, it gives me a little happiness. Mm -hmm. Just like Grimm's skull cup that he has over here. I think this is also from her, isn't mm -hmm. it? So we each have our little mugs that we like to drink from. They get washed and put away, and sometimes, well, nobody other other than us uses these two. But yeah. Um, but my point is, is do those little things for yourself, and make sure that you take the time to recognize that mm -hmm. you are. Yes. Um, because, because you are literally what you feel. Uh, there's no getting around it. Right. At this point, I mean. I think that if you wanted to take it to a whole different level of thinking is so your body becomes so attuned to absorbing those chemicals that depression creates mm -hmm. that it gets to a point that your body has to create more of that chemical to appease the cell's need for that particular fuel. Right. So now your body's constantly producing right. that chemical cocktail of depression. Right. And after a while, you will go through what's called adrenal fatigue or gland fatigue, where you start producing less of the chemicals because the glands are tired. Hormone levels start to drop, things like that. So the doctors throw medicine at you. And they throw you an analog to the chemical that you are lacking now. Right. But the chemical that you're actually lacking is the one that causes the depression. Right. To be physiologically felt within us. It's a really, really slippery slope. It is. Um, you know, the medicine that we try to use around the house, like someone hurts themselves, they fall, we have arnica cream. Mm -hmm. You know, someone um, has itchy eyes, we use eye bright. Uh, some, you know, like we have different things that we will use around here, as we all do. 
Um, but really, a lot of those things, they abate the underlying root cause, mm -hmm. where the pharmaceutical medications that we have, a lot of those mask it it's uh, not, or yeah, switch it's, something else on. Do you ever see... It, it's a slippery slope. you ever see a drug addict? <clears throat> um, I know I have personally. I've seen this several times in my life, unfortunately, um, in, in my younger years. Somebody detoxing from a bad addiction to, to whatever, alcohol, pills, mm -hmm. heroin, whatever it is. I've watched people go through those detoxes where they're withdrawing so severely that they start having physiological reactions mm -hmm. to that withdrawal. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they get their fix, you can see it in their body. They don't feel the high yet, but their body immediately mellows. They get this peaceful blank look over their face for for a little while after their first hit after going through detox. They just sort of... And then you see a, another transition to a point of where you can tell that there's not a care in the world in front of them. Not a negative, not a positive. There's just no real emotion there. And that's how modern depression pills to me feel in a way. Because my body is so attuned to the depression of the chemical, you know, the cocktails of chemicals that they're right. now throwing a fake one at me. Because I'm not producing what I need. They throw a fake one at me and it, all it really does, those pills, is put me in that state mm -hmm. right before the euphoric high kicks in of just, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> so the trick is not to take the pills. Now, if you use the pills now, which I know many of us do, I'm not saying stop taking the pills. But I'm willing no, to bet. No, 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 no. No doctorly advice here. No doctorly advice here. I'm willing to bet because I've seen it in hindsight in myself and Gussie and other people in my life. Start. The prescription for depression should not be medication. It should be happiness. <laughs> Honestly, the the doctor should be writing you not Wellbutrin or Depakote. They should be writing you four hours of happy a day. Well, wasn't there a doctor that you said actually did that? Does that. He doesn't prescribe pills. And he doesn't dig into their brain trying to find the underlying cause of the depression. Mm -hmm. That's not his job. He's not a counselor. He's not a psychologist. Because this can be turned around through traditional cognitive therapy, Yes, right? it can. Right. It can they be retrain your brain. Retrain your brain. But to what start you're, thinking positively. What you're actually doing in the process of retraining your brain is you're retraining your cellular structure, every fiber of your being, to accept a new drug. Mm. The happy thoughts. The positive thinking. Mm -hmm. So now talking about that, I can see why listening to those, um, the um, 420 hertz and above, the mm -hmm. sound vibration excuse me i can see why that would really help for clearing and energy healing and whatnot the vibration mm -hmm. of those things themselves would they would because your brain is what cells little tiny universes mm -hmm. that are tuned to everything around mm -hmm. us we take in two hundred thousand mm -hmm. bits of information a second right but can only process Eight bits a second. So those vibrational 
frequencies that you're hearing in the mm -hmm. music, they are activating those things within your brain that cause you to release mm -hmm. that particular chemical cocktail right. that helps your cells go, or not helps, that tells your cells, oh shit, better make more of these receptors. She's using up a lot of that stuff. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. Does that apply for uh, outside stimuli? Like if I was listening to... Uh, if I listen to something by Mozart versus some hip hop thing, I love Mozart. So would it produce? It would produce a chemical response. It would. It, well, you also. Hmm. Do I need? I to think you'll get a different chemical response out of Mozart than you would LL Cool J. Okay. You can enjoy them both, and they both produce a chemical cocktail of joy within you. But one or the other is going to. They're going to be two different cocktails. Well, I wasn't really quite finished. Oh, I'm sorry. What I was trying to say. And that is, I'm not a hip-hop person. I don't mm -hmm. like hip-hop. I don't really like it that much. Mm -hmm. Some some of it. But it doesn't bring me a lot of joy. Right. So I my when I hear it, mm -hmm. a rap or whatever, I'm probably hearing, or my chemicals are like, this is okay for a little while, but yes. we can't go on long. So, well, you've had those times, and I'm sure you have too, where a certain sound or a music that you don't like, you can feel it in your body after a while it just gets after a while you just yeah. hate this music when i was pregnant with um both reese and navea mm -hmm. i had a real aversion to certain sound and sight stimuli and smell mm -hmm. smell is a common one mm -hmm. um when you're pregnant a lot of people you know can't stand the smell of french fries or they can't you know whatever what we're all a little quirky when we're pregnant but sound for you got voices it was it was sound and some of the sh like if you wanted to watch an action movie mm -hmm. the I would have my eyes closed I'm not even watching it but just the constant da 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 da, da like that oh that yeah was just yeah. it was like somebody was just hitting beating you in the head yeah it was really weird but I wonder what that's all about that is all it's all it's all it's it wow because you bring it down another Excuse level. Me. Our cells are many tiny little universes, but within their little membrane, they're still holding a little packet of water. <laughs> they are, you're right. And water has memory. Oh, wow. And we've talked about it. that in the past. Water has, that whatever elements that water comes into contact with throughout its cycle will carry some of the isotopes of that interaction. Right. For eternity. Right. So think of the chemical reactions in your body being absorbed into the, to, into the water of your cells. You have to cycle through that water, too. Wow. <laughs> before you truly purge yourself of the toxins built up through negative thinking. And if you think about it, when you have negative thinking over a period of time, I've experienced it. I'm a depressed person. I suffer from bipolar depression. I feel the physical effects on me. I feel it in my stomach. I feel it in my muscles. Right. And over time, those, the constant tightness to the muscles or the constant problems in the guts due to the depression, causing, it can cause some severe health issues. So now you've got depression going into health issues that are related to the depression because we're not living the way we should be. Right. And it's all around it's thought. It's, it, it really is. There's truth to the words. You manifest what you think you can manifest. 
If you truly believe you can manifest it, and we all talk about that, you and I and all of us here talk about that we believe in manifestation. Mm -hmm. So if we're constantly manifesting depression, we're going to manifest bad health, physical ailments, mm -hmm. early onset dementias, mm -hmm. problems with ascension, problems with staying on your vibrational path and growing. Mm-hmm. A constant derailment. And the cure for that is to open up a little thing that says prescribed by Dr. So-and-so, take two a day. And that's, the, that's, the, that's the prescription. I've had some success um, with the supplement called ashwagandha in the past. Now, again, I'm not recommending anything. Um, I'm sure that there are people here that can say, oh, yes, you know, St. John's Wort, 5-HTP, there are um, ways to Im improve your physical, your body's physical response. Mm -hmm. But what Grimm is saying, and what we have been talking about for a while now, is uh, looking for the positive situation when, when possible. Mm -hmm. um, look for the small joys in your life and count them. Like, not, I don't mean really one, two, three, four, but... Make Account note. for them. Make note Recognize of them. Recognize them. Acknowledge them. Right. Because there is, we were talking about this the other day too, a big part of magic that we often forget about is to be grateful. Mm -hmm. You know, to be, we're grateful that we are working with the elements. We are grateful that we're here and breathing and moving mm -hmm. and able to perform uh, a spell or, or a ritual. Um when I've lost my car keys and I call on the powers that be uh, that I work with and I find them like that, I you know always take a moment to say thank you and, and blessings because there is the symbiotic relationship. Mm -hmm. The same thing goes with our thinking. Well, think, if you think about it, the act of thanking, showing gratitude emotionally creates a small chemical response in your own body. When you say it, it creates that in your body. So now you have cells in your body that absorb that chemical. So the more often you're thankful, the more gracious you are, your cells will start to create more receptors for whatever chemical cocktail that is. Right. And then it becomes habitual. Mm -hmm. And then your magic starts to wind up naturally. Mm -hmm. rather than having to reach for it all the time. That's why... Um... Hi, Boog. Where's he at? Over there behind the chair. Um, a lot of us, it's, it's... It's kind of funny. A lot of us don't... Uh, well... If we if we observe the um, sabbats and the espets, mm -hmm. uh, that's one thing. But mm -hmm. a lot of us um, go through our day to day magic without really paying a lot of attention to it. Now I'm not saying us. I'm or, well. I can be guilty. But of we've that. been there. Mm -hmm. We've been there. Hi, Boog. Hi, Boogie. But um, it seems to me that a lot of us only turn to it when there's something wrong. Just like the Christians kind of do, you know, they, they, they don't, pray on they, the Sabbaths. They pray when and, there's something's wrong. Yeah. Or if they need help, they need something to change. A lot of us don't turn to our own sense of the divine 
until we need something fixed or changed or somehow, you know, augmented. Right. Um, but what Grimm is also talking about that graciousness, um, being grateful and feeling grateful for things is in and of itself its own magic mm -hmm. because it is uh, giving back. And so um, that's why it's so important well, to be grateful for. Like I love this lighter. Look at this lighter. Elvin made it out of a little piece of leather. And it took him like five minutes. It's, you know, bam. But when I see this laying around, it's my goddess lighter. I love this. And it's pink on the inside, girls. All right. But I just love, I love this thing. And it gives me joy when I see it here so from you, my you, But you acknowledge it when you see it and you pick it up. You mentally, you're, every time you're acknowledging Look its existence, moon. right? Yes. And, and its, and its source. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's Boog. You could be a star. But no, you're not getting behind the TV. Oh! That was unfair. <laughs> I guess we should read some of these things. Yes, we should. Uh, Cheryl says, love, light, and healing for sparkles. Yes, definitely. So yes. we need to... Uh, I need her to. I need her to answer my my text messages so I know she's okay. Kim Legion says, "Cell memory." Mm -hmm. Cheryl says, "I was in tears today over something minor to most, but two days of not doing what I enjoy because of tech issues is terrible. Not you, but I do miss when you're not on. <laughs> we miss you guys too." Victoria says, "My therapist has said something similar. Re receptors." somewhat explains why those who experienced things growing up seek those same things out either consciously or subconsciously. Yeah. Roberta says, I agree with Graham. I have been on many, I have been on many that have made me feel that way. That, uh, just um, don't care. Kim says, what, how would you explain what happens when there's neurological systems, when those neurological symptoms don't Systems carry don't the, carry the impulses. Yeah, that's, I... I got more research to do, and even what I'm talking about today is just scratching the surface of the entire subject. Um, you know how I like to, when I'm reading on a subject, mm -hmm. every link I see within that subject, I'm... Yeah, you're down, I, the hole. down the hole. Down the hole, down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I could rabbit hole on this one for, for the rest of my life. <laughs> There's so much information about There's it. There's a lot. There really is, but unfortunately, it's fragmented information. Uh, in multiple ways. It's fragmented within the research itself because they don't understand everything there is to know about it. But it's also that information and knowledge that they have is fragmented throughout the system of psychology, clinical doctors, uh, social workers, all the way down to the police department. Not Every aspect of our life, of our physical being, is being manipulated. <laughs> well... And, and really, and if I you won't go down that rabbit hole. If you think about it, though, what you're saying is very, very true from a very muggle standpoint. Our systems in place, at least in the United States, I'm not saying all countries, maybe there is some somewhere, but there are very few um, that actually know how to deal with mental illness on mm -hmm. any, like, with any degree of lasting success mm -hmm. so um 
I don't know. I have an answer for that though. For for Victor, what do you do when your system doesn't? I mean, I look, I look at my sister. Wait a minute. I think you just. Oh, I'm. You're reading when you shouldn't be. You shouldn't no, be. I'm still thinking. I'm not reading. I'm thinking oh. about what Victoria had asked about the system not receiving the signals. No, that was Kim. Or Kim. Yep. Um. So I don't know what I was going to say. I'm sorry. That's okay. What if your brain can't produce the serotonin needed? That's, I think, I know with what my doctor told me when it came to my bipolar dissociative disorder. Ultimately, the reason for the medication is because my brain has stopped producing X chemical. So the medication is used to replace X chemical. So serotonin replacement medications for people that can't produce serotonin. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons that we have a difficult time producing serotonin is because our cells aren't absorbing it. Because our cells are absorbing what they have receptors for. Mm -hmm. And what they have the most receptors for right now is the fuck you chemicals. Not the serotonin The chemical. depressive ones. The depressive ones. That cocktail of crappery that your body says, oh, mm -hmm. this is my new norm. Right. So... Not being able to produce the serotonin can be indicative of your cell structure not being able to absorb the serotonin that you do produce. Mm -hmm. So, again, I think it falls back onto training your body from an emotional standpoint, getting through those black boxes, discovering the root causes of those shadows that hold us from walking our spiritual path. And only then, after exploring that through its cycle, can mm -hmm. you say, no my brain is not producing serotonin. Right. I need medical intervention for right. it at this point. But I really do feel that even my own counselors, my own psychologists, they never really deal with the root causes. They just deal with the symptoms right. and manage it with the medications. Right. And, you know, um, taking 5-HTP, making sure you don't have... Um, a lot of us, especially here in the Northwest, a lot of us have uh, very little vitamin D in our bodies because we are not outside that much. Um, and I think that um, I got to take my glasses off because I'm reading because I completely forget what I'm going to say when I just read that Stephanie likes hip hop. So then I get this guilty feeling because I'm like, oh, I just insulted her music. Oh, no. She already thinks I'm mad at her. I'm just busy. So I don't know what I was going to say. It was going to be around something about... We need to backtrack. I do hip-hop. I do classic um, orange juice in the morning. What if the brain can't produce serotonin needed? Uh, retraining your brain. I don't know, honey. Um, basically, what I was going to... <clears throat> where I was headed with what I was going to say, I'll just get to the point, is um, options like um, acupressure, uh, some deep tissue massage, uh, Reiki, um... And uh, acupuncture, yeah. um, different forms of tonal work, like uh, if you listen to sound therapy, mm -hmm. um, those things can all also help 
release the chemicals that there's there's energy systems that mm -hmm. get blocked and so all of those things also help keep things fine-tuned mm -hmm. um and taking vitamin d and different supplements can really uh really improve things but ideally we should all be able to get whatever we need from our environment yes we should get the sun that we need we should get the um if there's any extra vitamin d Vitamin C, it should come through our food intake, mm -hmm. um, what we drink, and how we supplement ourselves on the daily. Um, when we, and I, you know, I, I know I am overweight and I'm sitting here preaching, uh, you know, healthy foods, but we are really, really trying around here to um, not have options uh, that are. My daughter needs me. My daughter needs me. What does she need? A spider. Oh, it was a spider? She wanted me for a spider? She wanted you. Because I catch them. I do the catch and release program. Only sometimes if they're too big and juicy, I make Grim take them out. Juicy. Sorry about that. I, you know, when you're a mom or a dad, isn't it true? You can hear a little pip of a sound that's your child. And you're like, nah, 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 nah. Mm -hmm. you focus right in. It doesn't matter how old you are. Well, maybe when you're really old and you can't hear. She's still making those squealy noises. Where was the spider? Is it in my room? No. Are you... I promise, pinky swear. Where was it? In the bathroom. Did you get it? No, it ran out of the bathroom and into the hallway. It's apparently the size of Callie's nose. Is it black? I don't know. She didn't say. I hate She was standing. Black jumpy ones. She was standing on the toilet. Oh, <laughs> <big> spider. <laughs> That's funny. Hmm. So did we... Did we... Uh, Makes sense on tonight's topic? Thumbs up or thumbs down or shut the hell up, Grim and Gussie. Whatever you need to tell us to let it. Give us some feedback. What are your thoughts? So, I have an idea. <clears throat> I challenge you to something. Hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to be really honest with these guys. We did not start our book of things that we're thankful for. Neither one of us did it. I didn't do it in a book, but I do it when I'm winding up the block in the morning. Okay. Yeah, and count? I do it I do it my own way too, but I think we should Oh, that brings back what I was gonna say. I think we should really take the time to write it down. Here we talk to these guys about how it's not just the intention, it's the action. I know True. you're right, you're walking and that's one action. Mm -hmm. But let's both take it one step further and actually write it in a book. Okay. Deal. And I have a great book for that. All right. So All I right, can, guys, so sorry about that, but it. we were just being 100% transparent. I that can we walk it, talk it, and tabulate it. Yes. Write it. Three actions for that positive emotion. Each time that you do the action, you're reinforcing that emotion. Right. 
And you know what I love about this? This something I was going to say a little while ago. When we were talking about magic and... um, I realized, I was talking to Sonia about this, and she said there are some days that she comes home and she is so tired. And we all know this, don't we? We've been there. You're so tired. You can barely take your shoes off. And maybe if you're lucky, you put on some pajamas or maybe you just crash in bed, but you're so exhausted. It's, you're done. That's all you can do. 12-hour mm. day, fall into your bed and sleep. Um, yeah. And with that kind of lifestyle, if that happens a couple times a week like that, your energy is so depleted that you might want to, you know, write a spell that involves pine cones, but I'll be damned if you're going to go out in the woods and find pine cones. It takes extra special effort to do that because I know, especially if you're depressed, we all get overwhelmed and it's just like, oh my God, one extra step. Are you kidding me? But pushing yourself that one little extra step also gives you a reason to be happy with yourself. Because I guarantee you, if you push yourself to go out even across the street and look for pine cones in the grass, as long as your neighbor doesn't get mad and you look a little creepy, do it safely, I'm saying. Um, I guarantee you'll feel better. Better yet, take your shoes off and walk in the grass looking around, as long as it's not, you know, snowy where you live. Why do you... <laughs> I love you so much. So many of the things that you say are followed up with it, unless you're the opposite of that. Well... Unless you're the opposite. Because there's of always that. a there's always this you know I'm a Libra so I'm like that's so funny because you're talking metaphorically, but even in your metaphors you have to stay balanced and equitable to everybody involved. <laughs> you know I love that when a spider weaves a web it's very balanced. Have you noticed that? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, that's very true. Deanna Willow, Edinger Fountain says, I want you to talk about binaural beats, binaural beats grimmed up and how they help brain change. We can make that a subject for another night for two reasons. One is I can probably go a long time talking on that one, just like tonight's we have. Um, But two, I'd like to freshen up and do some more research into it. Go ahead. before Before I talk on it. So let's make that a future subject we listen to those often, though, don't we? When I'm in charge of the TV. When you're in charge. Yes. You listen to them often, don't you? Yes. And the highest one I've heard about right now is 1,500. That's as high as you've gone? I haven't done it yet, but I've had somebody send me a link, and I haven't tried it. But um, she said her dogs were responding to it, and her kids could hear a bit of it, but she couldn't hear it. Wow. I'm old age man. I probably couldn't. Your old age man. <laughs> uh, what does this say? Um, oh, I have to tell you guys something. Uh, if you're in our class, things are still on their way to you. Um, yep, I'm almost finished with that one. Right. Things are still on the way. And we will meet this Sunday night. We'll talk about that later. But we were talking about perhaps... Um, doing a live on Sunday this week because Graham and Siege are going down to, to see Stephanie and Stephanie Carter. Yep. I might go along too, but, uh, I'll talk to you about that. Stephanie, Sonia's here to help us pack 
and such. So mm -hmm. it's kind of a crisscrossy thing. You should come up here. And let the guys do their thing down there. Why you ladies just sit around yeah. and drink wine? Oh, and... true. With Elvin. <laughs> Three ladies and a druid. Oh, that'd be oh, that could be an episode. Three ladies and a druid. Instead of witches, whiskey, and weed? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Tune in next week for... <laughs> Anyways, I think we're going to do a Sunday night, and maybe you can talk about the binaural beats then. Okay, I can do that. Would that give you enough time to dig yeah. a little into it? Yeah. Okay. Right. I will say this. Um, a couple times tonight while we were talking, I thought about that. I don't know if I ever mentioned this here before, so I'll save the big story for it later, but did I tell you about when I was getting my um, education degree and I was doing my student teaching? I was working with a, a special needs teacher who was mm -hmm. getting her master's degree, and she was employing harp music you and baroque music. That. Oh, so that'll be a story for maybe someday if we talk about vibrational sound and how it can affect your your body and your mind, right? Yes. Uh, Cam right. asks, don't you think when you live your magic, it absorbs into your receptors? That's, I think, exactly the point. Yes, it is of, the point. Because um, right now, so many of us in different levels and aspects in our lives aren't living our magic because of the receptors that are addicted to the depression or the cyclical thinking of whatever. Right. Um, See, magic is love. I... And love is magic. And the first part of... of magic that you have to understand is loving yourself comes paramount paramount um you know we think that we're doing great things for everybody when we're running around running ourselves ragged and making sure everybody else is taken care of but we're not and i know that sounds cruel and rude and you know i'm i've been a mom most of my adult life i'm not saying don't care for your family but what i'm saying is um don't forget to care for yourself, mm -hmm. your own spiritual needs, your own new seed planting on a new moon energy. You take care of you because you're the only one you have. Mm -hmm. There's so much. That's the part that I think I had the hardest time with over the last few years is grappling with that idea that in the end, regardless of how much we've joked about holding hands and we mm -hmm. both blink out at the exact same moment. Right. We know that that's not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen, is it? So the hard Unless part, we Thelma and Louise it. Yeah, some shit like that. But uh, My luck, I'd bounce off a rock and just break a leg or something and then be alive down mm -hmm. there and you you wash up next to me and I'll be freaked out. For, oh, it'll be a mess. And you call me grim. <laughs> No, but I, what I'm saying is that was a very difficult part of for me to understand is in the end, I'm crossing over alone. Yeah. And the heavier... The heavier baggage you still are loading behind you. Yeah. It, yeah. It's... I don't want to go to my grave with the get off my lawn mentality. No. <laughs> no. So, Yeah. Unless, of course, you can guarantee me that you and I will both just hold hands and drink out. I don't know. Out. I can't guarantee that. I mean... Um, Terry, need it? And, you know, one last note before we close. 
we've been talking a lot about manifesting goals and looking ahead and mm -hmm. and seeing what you want for your future outcome and like planning in that direction and and then focusing your energy toward that to bring it closer into perspective. Uh, we've been talking about that a lot. But I had somebody this week say to me, my life isn't going to change. This is just where it is, and I have to be happy with that. And at first, my first response was going to be the typical, oh, don't say that. It can always change. Things are temporary. But I decided not to say it because mm -hmm. um, really, truly, that person needs to come to her own understanding that only she can create a better outcome for herself. But she's got to be able to dream about it and put it out in front of her and say, yes, this can happen. It can be something outrageous. I'm getting a castle in Scotland and Wales. I'm getting two. Three. Where? Ireland. No. I want. I would like to have a castle somewhere in Eastern Europe. Yugoslavia. Oh, that's right. Yes, please. Please. Yeah. Right. So, yes, let's do that. Like Budapest or somewhere. Yeah. There. Yes. Eastern mountains, right? So um, now I'm dreaming about that and forgot what I was going to say. Oh, but so I had this conversation. But the thing that I I came to realize with her words, um, and I told you guys a lot of times, I will receive, I will receive things from you, um, and as I help you process through some of these frustrating moments. Little gifts will come to me in the form of words in one way or another. Or sometimes if I'm pulling a tarot card and I'll see something, uh, it'll ring true in my head as well. So this was one of those reflective moments. Because she said, I, you know, I just might as well be satisfied, basically, with what I have because it's what I have. I do want to encourage her and all of us to put that little dangling carrot out there in the distance and draw it to us. Just like, um, you know, you, you can't, if you don't allow yourself to dream, mm -hmm. there is nothing else really to do but a day-to-day day -day existence, right? Um, dreaming in and of itself is manifestation, it's magic. Right. And being in the moment does not mean not having future moments. Being in the moment is being aware of your past moments, but not letting them affect you, only... To be right here making your next best step mm -hmm. in your future moments, knowing that they're out there uh, in this linear timeline. Um, don't close yourself off. But what I realized, which was a gift to myself, so thank you. I know you know who you are that I'm talking to. Thank you because I came to realize one of the things that I say frequently is, you know, like, I, I wish we had better better income. I, I really do. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to worry about money quite so much. But I don't lack for anything. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always good food to eat. There's a family around me. I have uh, friends that come and safely visit. Um, I have coffee in the morning. I have people like you guys that send little things or make little things that mean a lot. Mm -hmm. And and um, you're right. 
we do have to do have to be happy with the right now. Mm-hmm. Because right now it is what it is. So make the best of what is right now, but don't forget to look forward to and make your dreams happen. And I know it can get difficult to dream. It can. But you know, there's one thing that I have to to give you so many kudos for. What's that, Ruth? In all the time that I've known you, in the various ups and downs. There have been a few. Of both. There have been. At no point have you ever lost your ability to dream. You always left, you always leave a, a little carrot dangling in front of you, just like you said. You always do. Well, you know, <clears throat> our class is one of those little dreams for me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why Grandma's like, Grandma's like, maybe we should just refund everybody. They're probably sick and tired of waiting and, you know, like a couple days ago, we had full, we were just totally expecting to spend our day on the class. And then something happened to one of us that opened a black box and it was a doozy. And uh, it's like right now, you just, it's so unpredictable. The world mm-hmm. is, at least our world. Um, and Graham was like, you know, we should, maybe we should just refund everybody. What do you think? And I said, no, I'll write everybody an email and say, you know, if this isn't what you want because it's driving you crazy waiting for me, then that's okay. But if you can hold on and allow me to complete this gift to myself and you guys and you and you and you, I'm just, I'm really thrilled to be involved in that process because it is something that I've, I, it's been one of my little, Little things out little, there. Your little carrots hanging out there. Yeah. For a long time. It has a long time. Long uh, time. Cheryl says, I miss both my parents, but I know you don't go alone. Both my parents saw loved ones. Let me redefine then what I mean when I say you don't, that you go alone. You may not be received alone. You not You may not exit this realm you can be surrounded physically by you people. You can be surrounded and, physically by and people. And surrounded um, uh, like uh, spiritually or energetically mm-hmm. by loved ones, too. Yes, but that transition between life and death, that, that dark void that we will all pass through for just a moment, it's the reason there is always those people saying it was a light at the end of the tunnel. It started out dark and came to a light mist, then to clarity. All of us have to pass through that darkness alone, that transition from life to death. Then we'll be received by whatever it is that we manifest on the other side. But there is that blink in time when you are truly and, by yourself. And for some people, it's not just a blink. For some people... True. And it's it, you have choice when you get there. Um, and as you cross over, um, you know... I've said before, it can be as simple. This is what I hear from people that I've talked to that have crossed over um, when I when I do my channeling. But when they, um, it can be be as easy as stepping into the next room, mm-hmm. and suddenly, you know, you walk out of one room and you walk into another room, and you're like, wait a minute. Yes, that's where you want to be. That's where you want to be. But for some people, they can get a little stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that momentary darkness that time that you have to yourself 
Right. That could stretch into a very long time, depending on how much baggage you've carried with you. Those. Ooh, if you don't want to have to open up those boxes on the other side. See, I'm not really sure that um, the that you the baggage that you carry with you. I think, I think what happens is um, we uh, reincarnate with the lessons that weren't learned that True. time. I think those that die hard, the ones that are fighting death or afraid of death so vehemently, it's because they have emotional issues on this side that haven't been dealt with yet. Mm. And if you don't deal with them, when you do cross over to the other side, you're leaving a piece of you here <laughs> that you're mm -hmm. going to have to come back for. You do have to string it together. That's mm -hmm. true. All right. Well, I think, are we done? You want to talk? Read sentences? Uh, read sentences. I cannot read that one there. Hold on. Go see to the rescue. It's a long fun from Stephanie. Okay, good. My grandma, who passed away, said goodbye to me in a dream. I was four or so, and she brought me to the kindergarten one last time. But halfway there, she stopped and said that she wouldn't be able to bring me any further, and I had, from now on, go by myself. Yeah. That's sweet, actually, though. Divine timing is everything, Cheryl says. Um, you know, Kim, uh, the spirit guide guides us there through that. Are you talking about... Um, it drops and then you review it. I don't know what exactly... She saw my sisters that passed Friday. Okay. We could talk about this a lot. Mm -hmm. And we should. And we will, Sonia. Um, but, let's see. I'm trying to think about how to... How to We're going to close it out. Wind it up with... Hold on. Um... The moment of your death is up to you. It is your moment. Uh, there's no... You've got to be the one to step through it. There is no one that steps through with you. There will be people around you. There will be people supporting you. Uh, if that's what you choose. If you choose uh, to uh, be by yourself as you go through it, that's fine too. Um but that actual moment, and I think you guys aren't... I, I, well, Kim, I, I guess you and I uh, differ on that opinion, and that's fine. Uh, I do believe that you go through it. I don't believe it's a dark spot, necessarily. I just I, think... Yeah, dark is a... Is a is you the said wrong. void. Yeah, it's... You made it sound grim. It, well, it's not... Well, it can be. It can be. If I am anchored to this side with all kinds of emotional shit, it's going to hurt like a mother to go when I go to the other side. That separation from the emotional baggage is not probably not going to feel good. But if you're emotionally 
grounded spiritually, vibrationally, everything about you is at peace when you cross over. Mm -hmm. You're right. It is just like walking through to the other side uh, or into another room. Mm -hmm. Just a mm -hmm. And I know that uh, my guides are around me when I need them, but I also know that my guides are me. Various incarnations thereof. Well, we are we, and you are me, and oh, I am you. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, um... Oh, you're taking it to that level. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> and I love... Let's stop with this one right here. Brandon says, I was visited by a dead friend of mine recently, and he said, Do you have the 20 bucks you owe me? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You know what I would do? I would take something out to his gravesite and uh, and... Deliver him a gift. I think that's great. I do. I would take him, I don't know, something. If somebody from the spirit world said, yeah. hey, yo. Yeah, I would. You'd, you'd pack up a $20 bill and go to a cemetery. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, um, wanted to show you Alvin's finished product of the Book of Shadows that he created. And I am so coveting this one. Uh, it's going to go to somebody, really. I don't know who's going to get this one. But it's got 400 pages. It was bound um, by him, completely done by Alvin from start to finish. Um, it has, um, this particular one has a wood cover mm -hmm. with leather on the outside. Leather binding. Leather binding. And then it has inlaid uh, earth, air, fire, and water stones on the front. And then the traketra on the back. And it's just really gorgeous. With other stones it's like inlaid. He's really um he's really just kind of branching out. If you guys if anybody has any leather they don't want anymore, like an old leather jacket from the eighties or something, send it to us so he can use it. <laughs> an old leather jacket. I'm gonna from go the through 80s. I'm gonna go through my uh, well, we've kind of gone through our leather. Yeah, because the spine on this was one of your old grim coats. Was one of my old grim coats. Yeah. So this thing, I'm telling you guys, um, there's a lot of love and energy that goes into these. When yeah, because the covers, I mean, he's carved out these pieces. Yeah, that's yeah. this is not like something he purchased at Michael's. This He took a piece of uh, wood, a, a rectangle, and he started to carve all of this. So this is all hand-carved. And um, everything he works with, whether it's the paper or the wood or the stones. He even carved the stones to fit the holes. Uh, he talks to these things. And <laughs> so there's... Um, I think he bled on this one. He might have. Bit. He might have. But it's just beautiful. You know what I like about it, though? To me, it's two books. Yeah, depending on which one you want your cover to be. Sure. I want them both to be my cover. I'm writing in it on this side. This is all one type of magic that I'm working with, and this is all another type of magic I'm working right. with. It doubles my writing space <laughs> for different That's ideas. true. You could do black... <laughs> oh. You could do... This could be the perfect Grey Witch B.O.S. Black on one side, white on the other. You could do, you know... Grey in the middle. Just saying... Um, let's see here. We've got some people commenting on stuff. Okay. I know Angela Turley loves this book. I hope she, I don't know. I hope, are you wanting to auction this one? Yes, that one's going up for auction. Because we're going to start auctioning Elvin's things. Um, mm -hmm. and we have a, a couple of books and still that one, that white leather bag that he made, that satchel. Mm -hmm. 
We still haven't sold that and some incense beads yeah. and everything. Uh, especially if we go on the road, this stuff, we don't want to take it with us on the road. Uh, we'd rather have it go to know. its... I know, that one's so cool, isn't it? I know. That is cool. Anyways, what are people saying here? Let's see. Uh, that is stunning. I absolutely love that BOS. The camera does not do it justice. It's gorgeous. Give me your address. Oh, that's Cheryl. I will, Cheryl. Old leather coats at Goodwill. That's a great idea. Thank you, Victoria. I have one I can send. was given to me by my daughter's stepmom. She couldn't bear to see anyone else wear it. Kim says, stay magical. When is the auction and where will the auction be? Um, it will be. It, it's going to be... Well, that's what I wanted to ask you guys. What night do you guys all feel would be good for an auction night uh, for the live feeds? We're doing these live streams now. What nights are we doing them? We're doing Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So should we use one of those Monday, Wednesday, Fridays for an auction, or should we just do a fourth night that's an auction night that you and or I can do? Well, I... Um, Etsy, Facebook, YouTube. It will be probably... They want to know where. Oh, here. Yeah, here. Yep, yeah, it'll be on here. Saturday night, please. Okay. Saturday night, please. Saturday nights could be our ni our auction nights. We've got enough stuff. Yeah, that's true. We should probably do it through the Purple Door... Artist uh, Guild. Artisans. Artisans. Well, we'll figure that out. But, yes, let us know what would be a good night. Um, We're getting I, answers here. Saturday, yeah. Sunday, or Saturday. So, Saturday's, like, so far the one. And before we officially okay. before, before we officially check out, I want to uh, let everybody know, I have been offline for five or six days now. I thoroughly absorbed... I'm sorry. Oh, I thoroughly absorbed in two things. One, my own personal writing for what I've been working on, as well as the class that we're doing. Um, so I want to everybody that's reached out and I have not responded to. Oh, he knows you're good. there. I know you're there. you're there, um, and I appreciate you reaching out to me. Um, I just don't have a lot of time right now in my personal space to uh, leave the creation mode just yet. And we're really trying to figure out what our next best step is. Yes, and there's a lot of that too. Um, We've been offered a couple options, just a matter of... So, um, I got a couple of messages back today that I was perusing through of, are you mad at me? Did I do something wrong? And I just want you all to know, no, it's not you, it's me. Wait, that sounds like I'm breaking up. <laughs> it's just me taking some time off uh, this, the the uh, social side of things while I get some things caught up on the business and personal stuff. Well, Susan says since the 15th, to be honest. It's been since the 15th of August. <laughs> Six nights. <laughs> so anyways, I'm alive. I'm good. And you, none of you did anything wrong. No. We love y'all. We've just been really focused here. Um, and and Sonia came to visit, and um, we're gonna be. We are moving. We just don't know where yet. We don't. 
Well, we don't know where everybody's going, do we? Oh, yeah, there's some things that have to be sorted through and whatnot. Yeah, That's we don't true. know. We're We've got to sort things. Um, that's another story another day anyways so great to see you all message me with what night you think the auction should be please I say Saturday okay you say Saturday never mind don't no, message no no no, oh. no 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 have them I'm just throwing my vote in oh I'm, okay you say Saturday yeah I'm that's not like vote? and that's the end of it Send me a magical, ma magical message. <laughs> Please. That's funny. Send me a message on what night you think we should do the, uh, the auction on. And I'll try not to let uh, Sonia take this home with her. She loves the triquetra. I'll try to. I'll try to keep this. I'll hide it or something. Right. Yep. You. You will. Yeah. Might have to hide it from me. I know. <laughs> and you. I'm going to make my own. Yes, I know. I've already got my paper set aside right here. Oh. <laughs> Love you guys. Stay, Stay magical. magical. Silver shoes.